0: To me. Oh, talk to me. Oh, on the what's going on everybody jay wright with frustrated black christian podcast episode number 12 today's episode is entitled real talk from a realtor and I sit down with realtor Jemiah James and we have a conversation breaking down the home buying process. Uh, he gives us a lot of great information, a lot of great nuggets throughout this podcast. And it's so much great information that we broke it down into two episodes. So you're going to hear episode one today. We'll get you episode two next week. And uh, I just want us to sit, listen, be inspired be informed on the process he simplifies a lot of stuff uh, for me and i hope it breaks it down for you all who are in that lane of purchasing a home and if you're not about to purchase a home maybe you want to purchase a second home so i'm not going to hold you up any further we're going to go right into the conversation Hello. with Jamaya james episode number 12 real talk from a realtor frustrated black christian podcast enjoy Frustrated Black Christian Podcast, episode number twelve. Twelve is a, a very uh funny number with the guest that I have today because he is my family. Uh he's my cousin. Uh, we come from a family where his dad and my mom came from a family of twelve, and this is our twelfth episode. So uh this is uh pretty cool that I got my family on the uh episode with me today. Today's I today's episode is real talk with the realtor and um uh, this guy i am so proud of man i remember when he was born i wasn't there when he was born but i remember i was seven when my mom told me that my aunt had a son and he is the son he is a very talented young man um talented musician talented preacher talented everything he has a, a beautiful wife uh janae and a son kylan And uh, I'm just really proud of the young man that he is. And he's so much more than what I just uh, told you all about. He is also a realtor, a professional realtor. And uh, I'm excited about the conversation that we're going to have today. Uh, I'm talking about nobody other than my blood, my cousin, my fam, the realtor, uh, Mr. Jemiah James. What's going on, family? Hey, man, uh, everything is well.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad to be on here appreciate the opportunity um and you know you 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 brought up that uh at 12 that's uh that's a very special member uh to us james folks right right Um, (laughs) right yeah i I hope that um you know we can make this episode as as special as that member means
0: hopefully i think we're gonna do it man i I think you um are that the right person and uh, the wealth of knowledge that you have at such a young age, uh, man. I mean, you're not even uh, in your 30s yet. You still hanging on to your 20s, right?
1: Yeah,
0: man. I'll be 29 uh, July 31st. Oh, see, oh <laughs> geez, just a few days. Uh, 21 more yeah. days, you'll be hitting oh old uh, 29. One more year in your 20s. But man, for what you have, what God has blessed you to do, man, in these, you know, 29 years, um, uh, man, it's, it's amazing, man. And I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm proud to, uh, say that I know you and, and, uh, your family and, uh, all that, that you're doing, man. So, uh, I've already kind of, uh, just gave a, you know, synopsis of who you are, but I want you to really go more in depth about, um, uh, your realtor experience. So right quick, uh, tell us about your experience and your journey, uh, in the real estate business.
1: Okay, so um how I got started in real estate actually uh I've been um interested in real estate since high school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I wanted to uh invest in real estate. I remember seeing this uh uh this guy named Carlton Sheets. And uh he he uh used to have these commercials and stuff on T V i buying a home with no money down, no credit, you know, uh, and you're able to make a check from it. So that was like the investment side kind of draw me to that. Right. Um, but you know, when I got out of high school, um, met my wife, of course, uh, we had a baby. So I kind of had to put that on a back burner even though I was trying to invest in it, I didn't necessarily know how. Right. Uh so of course I had to get a job, uh, you know, to take care of my son, yes, <laughs> take sir. care of my wife, food on the table. Um and after that I spent about maybe seven, eight years uh at the city of the land. Uh you know, it wasn't always uh it wasn't always magical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, I was the you know, most of the income was dependent on me. Uh, you know, my wife was going to school, uh going through nursing school. Um, so most of that financial burden fell on me. Mm. But, you know, through all of that, um, I believe that real estate kinda of stayed in the back of my head. So, um the deciding factor what made me jump into real estate was a conversation that I had with my wife actually. Uh, so she had just, just uh, graduated, graduated nursing school, uh, took her a couple of times to get her RN, um, her RN license, to state test. And she was like, well, uh, Jemani, you spent eight years taking care of us and um, putting your dreams and stuff on the background." So she said now. It's my turn to take care of you.
2: Wow. Wow. Um,
1: so she got a job, um, and then I told her I told her that I was gonna stay with the city for a little while longer, but um after she said she wanted to take care of me, I I made the decision that if I'm gonna struggle, uh if I'm gonna struggle then I'm gonna struggle doing something that I love to
2: do. That's what's up.
1: So I made the punch uh December the at the end of uh 2019. Uh got in real estate January 2020 and pandemic hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Uh so I took that as a time. Uh uh it's an excellent learning curve, by the way. <laughs> Uh, being yeah. home, not being able to communicate with people, right. it, it, it forces you to
2: uh,
1: stay sharp in creative ways to marketing. Right. Um, it, it teaches you uh, the importance of family. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, and and, and it, it teaches you, um, you know, to really put the mirror on yourself. Uh, I was having a conversation with uh, with the beaters, and I told them, I told them that you know the. The pandemic has allowed people to meet themselves for the first time.
2: <laughs> true, true. Uh,
1: That's real. Because, you know, uh, you're, you're going all day, busy all day, doing this, doing that. And now you're at home and nobody to, to really, you know, put the mask over but yourself.
2: So, Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just spent that time learning everything I could, learning the process, And now that, you know, the things are open back up, uh, I feel like, you know, the the preparation and and the experiences that I've been through, uh, not just, you know, those short few years, but just overall in church and and everything else, um, I think that has really um, put me in a position to help people out and to explain things and and break down information to where it's uh, digestible.
0: Right, right. And, and, and if if you wouldn't told me that you were you wasn't uh able to that you started in 2020 when the pandemic hit and that you weren't able to do of course that realtor that person is a uh mostly a face to face person type thing but the the marketing that you did you know just from Instagram and Facebook and the different social media platforms and how you you know you came up with the myth uh busting Mondays and stuff like that uh I mean you you really still stay active in your gift and you still, you know, you was patiently waiting for the everything to open up, but you never stopped. You know, certain people would have stopped and said, you know, well, I just go back to my old job since I'm not able to do this right now, but I really appreciate yeah. a shout out to a uh, Janae for that, man. Them wise man. I'm telling y'all, yeah. is they really are favored from God. Uh yeah. I tell y'all, I tell people that all the time, man. My favorite. In my life, did not open up until I got in contact. I met my wife. So, man, yeah. them women are are amazing, and that's amazing that she uh believes in you that much that she would you know do that and uh invest in you as you have invested in her. It's a partnership. So, uh, we're here to talk about real estate. We're not here to talk about marriage, but uh, <laughs> that that's just dope, man. I get excited about hearing stuff like that. Um, with that, so. Uh, the pandemic hit 2020, you weren't able to do a lot, as we stated. Uh, but like, like I told you before we started this episode, that those myth-busting Mondays, and you were doing other days as well, too. But uh, by me just listening to them, and I told you that, you know, me and Keisha, uh, our living situation, uh, our home, and we've been talking about going into uh, purchasing a home, for uh, go ahead and, and taking that step of of, of purchasing a home, and uh, but we had some, uh, we were very hesitant about it, and we still have a little hesitation about it or whatever. But like I said, listening to you and, and how you how you break things down makes it easy for us to not be afraid to take that leap. So uh, that's kind of what we want to talk about today is uh, just having that conversation about certain things that people would consider a wall that you can explain that is really not as big as we think it is if we take these certain steps in uh home ownership. So what, we're gonna break these things down. uh, And you, you give me your, your biggest myth busters as far as what you have experienced with people in their home buying process so what are what are what are one of the biggest myths that you feel stops us from pursuing home ownership
1: okay, so um I'd say the two biggest myths right now is um I need excellent credit mm. and and um I need to have a whole bunch of money,
2: yeah. <laughs> Money, created. I think
1: those are the, those are the two. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: That I, uh, deal with on a daily basis.
2: Okay. Uh, so,
1: so, if you don't mind, I just want to to uh, talk about uh, what exactly is buying a home. Absolutely. So, uh, in short, buying a home is a legal transfer of deeds. Uh, through contracts and documents with the form of payment. Mm. That's all home buying. Wow. Uh, notice I didn't say going to a lender. Notice I didn't say uh, talking with the bank, getting a loan from the bank. Um, there are actually home sales going on that nobody knows about, <laughs> but it's, it's properly documented. Wow. So that's that's all buying a home is, is got it written down in the contract. Uh, you're transferring the deed to somebody else. And it's some type of payment. I've seen <laughs> I've seen some you know, some houses get sold to family members for, for $10. Like, oh my you know, word. It's, 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 it's so many ways to buy a house. Wow. But you know, we did to talk about the most common way, um, which is, you know, getting a pre-approval, uh, you know, all of that. So it's about, i say about nine steps um, that it, it takes to buy a home. Uh, and the first step is save money, of course. Mm. Now, I did say you don't have a lot of money, but you do have to have some money. Okay. <laughs> um, so the second step is get pre-approved course uh third step is, is talking with the real estate agent now two and three are interchangeable uh because if you come to me first i'm going to see you to a lender anyway uh so it, it doesn't really matter what step to take there uh step four is go house hunting uh, step five is make an offer on a home six is negotiations if there are any Uh, seven get a home inspection. Eight, uh, get home insurance. Nine, close it. Okay, and that's that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Um, those are the nine uh key steps uh to buying a home.
0: Right. So 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 let's go back and let's go step by step again. Uh, with the first step, which is save money. How much money? Should we aim to save before we even take that step?
1: Okay. So, uh, before we get right there, I want to talk about credit scores. Okay. Okay. Uh, Because there's a huge uh, misconception about credit scores. So, uh, you have two credit score types. You have a vantage score, and you have a FICO score. So Vantage Score uh, is a consumer credit scoring model created through the joint venture of Experian, 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 Equifax, and TransUnion. So they all pulled together, bought this business called Vantage Score Solutions, uh, which was formed in 2006, I believe. Uh, So this is their right to sell information to third-party credit uh, companies. So uh, Credit Karma um, credit sesame, Mm. all those, um, people that you think of. But the problem is, uh, at the rate that they get this information is not always as accurate. Um, so when you're getting ready to buy a house, it's good to not use or go by. Well, okay, let me put it this way. Um, you can use it, but don't let that be, uh, don't let that be, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Don't let that be your only source. Okay, okay. Checking your credit score. Uh, because I've seen, you know, people say, well, I'm ready to get free to I checked on credit card and uh, my credit score is 660. But uh, when I give them the sites that they need to look at, they're like, oh, well, man, I didn't even know that it was 610. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, that's, the, that's the problem with advantage scores. Now, FICO score. The um, FICO score is a credit score created by Fair Isaac Corporation. Uh, this is the score that lenders uh, the major companies use. Mm. So, um, you know, whether you get a house or a car, or you get a business loan or whatever the case may be, it's, it's going to be a FICO score is what's being used. Uh so type of credit scores that you need to have uh, to obtain a loan. Conventional loans. This is the standard way of buying a house, what most some people use. Uh, you need a minimum score of six twenty. Wow. Um, with the score uh with a with down payment of anywhere from five to twenty percent. Um,
0: I didn't think it would have to it was that it was that low. I thought it would have to be way higher than that, man.
1: No, and see um, six twenty is minimum, but of course, the higher the score, um, the better the terms the interest rate and stuff like that. right, but you know you can always get your foot in the door and that's and that's what I kind of tell people. um I tell my clients that when you're buying a home, it needs to fit the next step of your life. Don't try to don't try to buy your dream home in the first shot because it's, it's probably not going to work, especially if you're not you know uh, filthy rich. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, conventional loans uh, minimum credit score of six twenty. You're anywhere from five to twenty percent down, and then you have FHA loans, uh, which is the first time home buyer program, of course. Uh, this one. Uh, the minimum credit score is five eighty. <sighs> so, um, and then on the best part about it, uh, the minimum you can put down is three point five percent. Wow. So, uh, and the other good part about FHA is you can still get accrued crew if uh, your score is lower than five eighty, but. If it's lower than five eighty, then it'll be ten percent down.
2: Wow! So,
1: and then you have uh, for five people serving the army um, or any type of uh, any type of, of government, you have a VA loan, which is like a veteran a veteran back loan, mm. uh, which would which uh, requires a a minimum of five fifty credit score, and um, you actually don't have to put any money down with VA because they, they take care of it. so it's zero percent down.
0: So I need to join the army right quick and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah man. <laughs> so, um that's uh that was a a major issue with a lady that I was about to start working with, but mm. she was uh she was on going by credit karma and She was like, oh, yeah, I'm a 680. Uh, And I was like, well, did you use uh, such and such? And I'll share the name of those sites. But once she signed up, uh, she was like, oh, it's way lower than what I thought Mm was. So um, here are the sites. Uh, I'll give two. There are others out there, but these are the main two that I use. Um, I use Identity IQ dot com um and my free fico score i believe
0: my free fico score yeah Got
1: and identity
0: i d all right
1: identity I ID. so uh these uh are what i trying to be the most accurate um and i i, I personally use identity i d because um they offer like monthly programs stuff where you can track your credit. Um, you get monthly refreshes where every month you can refresh your score to see if there's any changes. Um, they have credit monitoring, uh, identity monitoring. So anything that involves you, if something happens, you will get a hit on it through Identity IQ. Identity um, but, IQ. Yeah. Identityiq.com.
0: I'm taking notes, so that's why I'm repeating what he's saying. So I'm I'm writing down i 'cause I'm I'm literally taking this uh serious, everything that he's saying you know, like I said, we're 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 in this process as well. So go ahead.
1: So yeah, um both of these websites, uh, they offer um a dollar trial just for people who wanna try it out. Mm. Even if you're just interested in just pulling your scores, just to know what they are, and you can cancel uh, before that, before it renews. So uh, you can literally get on, get your scores for a dollar, and then cancel the trial and just have your scores to go by. Um, so, yeah. Um, now. So, hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say. Uh, after you figure out what your credit scores are, uh, then uh, you can have that confidence of saying, "Okay, this is this is what I need to do. Um, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. This is where I want to be." Right. You know, it, it you your plan goes a lot better when you know what your credit score is.
0: Okay, so I, I'm I'm taking in what you're saying, and you said that you know it's for your first home. You should purchase for whatever place you are in your life at that time. Uh don't so much try to focus on the dream home unless you have that kind of those kind of uh that kind of money or whatever. Uh so what would you say is maybe the average home buying pr- price that a first time home buyer should look for? Well, uh that
1: really depends on market that you're in. Mm. Um so Central Florida area, um it varies by section. Like it's it's crazy. So uh here in uh land uh the medium home price is about uh well just rose so it's probably around like two sixty, two seventy, maybe even two eighty. so you can easily Google um where you're wherever you're located at. Right. And type in uh let's, you know, Jacksonville median home price or, you know, Orlando median home price. It's um, you know, several ways that you can figure out what what is like the base price of a home um in your area.
0: Okay. Okay. So um that that was my question because I, one one of the things that Akisha and I was talking about, you know, during this time of deciding to do this, I was like, you know, I don't want, I don't just want a home, I want the home or whatever like that. So, yeah. uh, and, and maybe we're not ready for the home yet, but I think we're ready for a home, uh, especially with our girls growing. Um, we just want something that'll fit our family at this present time. So that makes a lot of sense of what you're saying. Uh, that with that medium um you know, I was thinking like it's a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, but yeah the, the prices are are they they're always changing so yeah um,
1: yeah it's 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 gonna be a little higher because uh there are a lot of buyers overpaying and, and bidding and um uh, it's it's a lot more buyers than there are sellers, so prices are gonna steadily increase okay um until. That amount, the amount of bias decrease. Um, so uh, now you have. I guess I can go into the types of approval. So I'm, I'm doing this, but I'm working my way to
0: your question. I got you. I'm, I'm, say. I'm honestly, I'm flowing with you. I'm, you, you're okay. helping us go through this process, so uh, I, I'll interject whenever. But I'm, I'm, I, we, we need to listen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you have three types of approval. Uh, you have a pre-qualification, you have a pre-approval, and then you have what I call an underwriting approval. Okay. So a pre-qualification, um, which is the weakest of them all, uh, it's basically saying me as a lender, based off of the minimum information that you told me this is what I might be able to lend you. So I don't know if you've ever, like, uh, apply for a credit card and they say get pre-approved now. they right. ask you, you know, what's your uh, monthly income. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask you maybe, like, two or three questions, and they, they'll tell you if you're pre-approved now. So that's the same thing as a pre-qualification. Okay. It's just saying, you know, uh, we might, might be able to... Uh, give you this amount of money. So uh pre-approval, this is where the lender uh, looks at some of your documents like the 2s your tax statements, um employment history, uh social security number, he checks all of that, and then he makes a letter that certifies that he will be able to lend up to this amount. So um This is what most most buyers have is a pre approval.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And it was the offer saying basically, you know, I have financing that can be in place when I get ready to buy this house because the lender will lend up to that amount, whatever the paper says. Uh, Then you have uh, the underwriting approval. So this is a, this is a full loan, um, will definitely give you this amount of money. So notice the difference between pre-approval and underwriting.
2: Right, right.
1: Uh, pre-approval is saying we may loan up to this amount. We won't know until we die deeper. And then the underwriting approval is like, yeah, you can have this amount will fund it. <laughs> so our focus so, is to get to the underwriter. Yeah, but uh, pre-approval is good enough to get you to start living houses. Okay. house. Okay. A lot of people um, they don't get to the underwriting part until like after you get an offer accepted. Mm. There's some people who will full-on approve you but it, I mean, it just depends on the lender and who you choose to use. Um, but underwriter approvals is as good as cash. Really? So, yeah, it's it's basically because you're you're already fully funded, so it's 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 not like you know you have an extra step to go through. It's like this is what I'm approved for. This is what I can. This is what I can spend. So. That's- um so yeah.
0: so would it be better to get all of that you say like right now we're we're banking with uh we have a couple of accounts but the main one is uh our Jack's Federal Credit Union is it best to do all of this within your the bank that you are under or is it okay to have different options from different other companies
1: um, Other so, banks, right? Um, if, if you have a, a relationship built with somebody at that bank, mm. it might be a good idea to go through them simply because, um, you know, y'all have a relationship built and there's trust there and there is, oh, excuse me, at least water. sorry about that no you preaching
2: Um,
1: so (laughs) (laughs) um, if you have a relationship with someone in that thing then I would go to them and be like hey uh, this is where I'm at trying to get a house Um, do you have any information for me that allows Me, sorry. <clears throat> <Man. clears throat> What's going on there? Okay. So, um, yeah. So find somebody at the bank that you have a relationship with, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you just tell them, hey, I'm I'm looking to buy a house. Um, I want to know what do you guys require of us, uh, to be able to get pre-approved. Now, see, this is why I say uh, it doesn't matter if you go to the bank or you go to a real estate agency, because either way you're going to end up at the bank. Right. Um, so sometimes a realtor, um, or a realtor like me, they're going to have lenders that they work with Um, you know who they choose over everybody else that could potentially uh, get better results but uh, if you already have that relationship built and established uh, especially like you know if like the bank manager and all that like know you by name and they're always trying to help you out might be a good
0: idea to go with them. Yeah, I, I don't because, got that kind of relationship with my bank. They be like, so what's up? And then just keep rolling, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, and it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay if you don't. Um, but I know some people, you know, who's been banking at places for, you know, 15, 20 right,
0: years. Right, right, right.
1: They, they know people there, and they know them by name. So uh, that's when I, you know, that's when I tell them, you know, take advantage of, not take advantage of them, but use those resources, mm-hmm. uh, that you've unlocked with that bank. And, you know, they can probably give you the best terms and because they know you. So, right. um, yeah. Next, uh, this is for anybody who is thinking about, um, going to the bank. These are the type of documents that you would need. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a small list. Uh, So you're going to need at least two pay stubs, two current pay stubs, uh, two years of W-2s, two years tax return, uh, two to three months bank statements, uh, social social security, home address, of course the address of the bank that you bank at. And this is optional, but I threw it in there on purchase contract. Okay. So purchase contract is let's say you find a house you like, uh this would be a good way to get that full underwritten approval if you already have um if you already see something that you like and you can provide them with the address uh and, and, and other information that they need on that property. Okay. Um, and then you have your circumstantial documents, uh, evidence of other income like child support, uh, etc. Uh if you're self-employed, then they're gonna need probably your balance sheet. Uh, you need gift letter. A gift letter is basically um so you're like to have gift money. Uh, when it comes to real estate. Okay. So basically, you have like, so if your parents wanted to pay for a closing costs or a covering down payment, they'll write a letter and say, uh, we are giving, uh, we, parents' name or whatever, are giving, uh, insert your name, such and such money towards down payment as a gift or something like that. It'll, it'll read something like that. Okay. Uh, so, Those are the documents that you, um, as far as trying to get pre-approved.
0: I, um, you go ahead. No, I'm I'm just reading over what you, what you said and this stuff. It seemed it, it, you know, from the outside of perspective, it seems like it's so much, but the, the way you're breaking it down, I'm like, all of this stuff is so simple.
1: Yeah you know that's that's the um the preconceived notion of of buying a house is you know it's, it's so much involved um and it's 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 gonna require a lot of time but if if somebody is that's why I recommend especially buyers to work with the realtor because um
2: they should be able to educate
1: you on this process and hold your hand through the, through the, uh, the entire thing. Right. Uh, to, to, to make it seem, you know, like it's not so hard. That's our job. Is, is to, uh, any realtor's job is, is to work in the best interest of the person that they're representing. So, um, nine times out of 10, a, a seller is going to have a realtor and that realtor is going to be working, um, uh, on behalf of their best interest. So they're gonna tell them when they think something's fishy, they're gonna tell them, you know, hey, I think you need to do this. Uh, at the end of the day, it's still their decision, but that's why buyers need to have realtors as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because you will work on behalf of your best interest. Uh, and, and that's what it boils down to, is having somebody in your corner uh who's willing to go to that And you know that's what everybody
2: means. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely um I'm trying to debate on if I want to go to some of these terms before I start talking about it. I think I should. Um well <clears throat> let me address this question. So how can save money for a down payment? That's good. Uh okay so there are several ways. Um, most people have a savings account, and, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to go through uh, some fancy ways that nobody knows about. It's it's just practical ways. Mm. Uh, so uh, saving for a down payment, most tap into their savings account. Some people already have savings, you know that's not everybody's uh story, but some people tap into their savings um when they need to. Um uh, so you have your savings. Um second method of course uh, generate more income. Um and that's anywhere from working more hours. Um uh, that's in from like taking freelance jobs taking side gigs things that you can do um I see the goal there when you're generating more income is to pretend like you don't have that money and
2: that's hard
1: yeah <laughs> it, it is <laughs> it is especially like you know cause sometimes it seems like as soon as you make some extras like somebody comes with a bill yes or sir something that you gotta pay yes sir so um, I tried my best to pretend like I didn't just make that uh <laughs> um oh. i I have some type of um some type of account mm. where I just throw something in there and you know i, I forget about it right from time to time but uh so you have savings. Uh, more hours or side gigs or whatever generating more income, then you have government programs. So, there are down payment assistance programs uh, that will be able to give you money towards your housing expenses. Um, I have a link or a website that if you guys want to know what type of assistance you may uh, uh, be approved for, I can send you that. Um, and they can pull up every type of program that you may be eligible for. Now, it's not guaranteed, but it's a start to figure out, you know, um, if you're going to be eligible for those down payment assistance programs. Right. So you have places where the government gives you money I have uh, some covered a big portion of the down payment. Some cover a big portion of the closing costs. Uh, it just depends on what you're eligible for. Uh, so next is cut living expenses. Ooh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is a tough <laughs> uh that, it it can be done. Uh and, and that's that's speaking from experience. So um, my wife and I we both of our uh both of our careers can be very demanding. Mm. So sometimes uh we don't always cook. Right. Uh we don't always uh Get home in time to to make a decent meal, uh. So you know, that's when you pass by the Wendy's and Chick Fil A's, mm-hmm.
2: uh.
1: You know, uh. Now while that while that seems feasible, sometimes, um, you could probably still do that, but maybe, um, uh, don't get super tired. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah, like a medium or uh uh <laughs> or maybe even a small. Uh, now meal prepping can help too, uh, you know, it's cooking a large quantity of food and spanning it out, spanning it out for, you know, like a week oh like a week or so. Um it's it's finding ways finding ways to cut Um, Expenses that are not necessary. Right. Um, And and really, that boils down to uh, the end game. You know, I I think that's kind of where we lose focus um, is we we lose focus on what we want at the end of the day. Right. So, if we can keep our mind on end game, you know, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this because, you know, I need to cut back. I'm doing this because I'm trying to achieve something. Right. Um, keeping that that thought in our head is is always the motivating factor. Um, of of these types of of saving methods. So, if 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 I can do without it for a little while, you know, I apologize it after we for a little while. Right. (laughs) Uh, So if if we can suffer for a little while, what we've been suffering and and achieve that, we can always get it back. Right. We put it down for now and pick it back up later down along the line once I have what I have. Absolutely. um, So uh, you have private loans. This is borrowing money from family or friends uh, and pay it back. Without interest. Um, now, of course, you want to get something like that in writing, uh, just to avoid any um, any surprises or any uh, unrealistic expectations um, that may pop up when borrowing money from close friends and family and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. any 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 type of borrowing from family members, or anything, unless they say, hey don't even worry about paying it back you know you you will want something like that and right
0: um,
1: so uh you can cash out on your investment I don't know uh if the listeners here um play with stocks or cryptos and, yeah. Uh, or anything. yeah um, but uh that's another an, another good way of saving for a down payment because you know it's, it's easy to run a stock play, uh or or a crypto play that can benefit, you know, benefit uh or ease the the amount of money that you have to pay when it comes to housing. So uh of course you have gifts, uh people who wanna uh bless you, Church Lingo. um <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a 401k uh, this could be the start of something um you can pull from your 401k or uh if you already have a house uh you can pull from the equity in your home hmm. uh with several ways you can do uh, you pull from the equity in your home and use that as a down payment wow so wow those are just a Ways right. uh, of how you can save for down
0: Man, the the, the more you talk,ing the more it's like the more this uh, American dream, what we call it, seems so feasible. It's it's, tang- it's like it's like right. You you can like it's not as you're breaking down these walls in my head. That's why I'm kind of like reacting the way that I'm reacting because like when you saying all this stuff like. You can pull from this. Like I got this, I got that, I got. It's like so, it's like you thinking like the the down payment is just so much that you got to do. It's like... All right, so that was part one of episode twelve with Jeremiah James. I hope that you guys were informed. I hope that you guys were inspired uh, with the information that he gave us. A lot of great nuggets. Uh, as he was talking i was writing down it reminded me of what um kv james said uh, a few episodes back he said that actually to start writing things down and when you write things down things become more clearer and you can see the picture and as jamaia was talking i began to see the picture everything became more simpler for me uh, and more uh Easier to understand that the process Is not as difficult as I was Making it so I hope that you guys Enjoyed this episode Shout out to Jumaya again for Sitting down with me I really appreciate him For allowing me to sit down And talk with him and uh, like I said Before we're gonna give you all Next uh, the next Part to this uh, next Week so be looking out for that Thank you guys for listening Thank you guys to my Faithful people that's been listening that's been telling me that they've been listening shout out to you all and uh we're gonna keep giving y'all that good content and hopefully you all are enjoying it give me some feedback on what y'all want to hear us talk about and uh, we'll get it together for y'all but uh i hope you have a blessed day and i uh, will catch y'all next time for the next episode of frustrated black christian podcast peace